Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Who's gonna do it, bitch? What's up, y'all? It's the Drunken Knights. You got me, King K. We got brother to the night. Yup. And we got Boss Swoop. Yes, sir. And we are the Drunken Knights, protectors of truth. Indeed. Uh, another episode with one of our ten-year-plus partners. Mm-hmm. Sitting in here. Longer than well, yeah, ten years plus. Okay. Yeah, ten years. About plus. to say longer than that. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Pastor Thomas sitting in with us, and yes, you heard right, Pastor Thomas. Yeah. 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 And we gonna still be. Say what's up to the people? What's going on, good people? <laughs> so. Uh. You can't hide. You come on the show. So you know you listened to our show before, right? I have. Okay, so, so you know. You know what kind of shit. And, and, and you know us. Yes. You've been knowing us for years, so you already know. Ain't, you know, we ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying, try to dodge nothing. Yeah. So, okay, so we good, man. We good, we good. We All good. right. All right. <laughs> he ain't come on. He I don't on even know how to, to start. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we all gonna be saved by the end of this show. Yeah, right. probably. Safe All right. Oh. Oh. play it, baby. Hell, where do we start? So, uh, <laughs> Pastor Pastor Thomas, right? Um, yes, sir. You are a married man, correct? Yes. Um, how of how long? Uh, I'm gonna be 11 years in October. Congratulations! Thank you. Congratulations! Um, what do you do in event that your wife tells you? You just go jump right yeah, on. Yeah, that you time. you you can't have sex. Like she's not gonna give you none. Well. <laughs> My wife would never say that. Okay. Hey, you, you, I'm a Q100. Yeah. From the whole perspective, first of all, we both believe in the Bible, what we stand on. Mm-hmm. So, Paul, when he wrote about us in Corinthians, he wrote about the structures for marriage. Mm-hmm. He says that the husband's wife, the husband's body, excuse me, doesn't belong to him, and the wife's body doesn't belong to her because we've come together as one. So your body's not your body and my body's not my body. Mm-hmm. So you ain't no, I got a headache. Uh, I'm respectful of that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you don't feel good or something going wrong, I understand that we ain't, we ain't gotta have sex, of course, but ain't no, I got a headache, I'm sleeping with you, or you getting on my nerves, I'm not gonna sleep with you. And he says that because when you don't do that and you deny each other sex, you give weight to the devil. Yep. You see what I'm hey, saying? Hey, this yep. is how side bitches came. Yeah, definitely. Who was the side chicks in the Bible? Like, what's the most? who's the most infamous? Most infamous side chicks in the Bible. Oh man, <laughs> infamous. True. One of the Potiphar's wife. She tried with oh, Joseph. Oh yeah, and he ran out. He ran out. He ran out. He ran out butt naked. You know what I mean? She <laughs> grabbed that boy clothes and robe. He had a robe. <laughs> you know, he, Joseph was a strong brother. So uh, he turned it down. I don't know why it's so hot. Man. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Uh. So. Hold up. Hold up. Back to that. All right. Uh, as far as the side chicks or whatever, is it? <laughs> okay. no, and I'm only asking. I'm only asking because, like, it was perfectly normal for for people in that back in the day. Like David, King David, right? He had mm-hmm. lots of wives, right? Yes. And like they had whole houses back then, didn't they? I don't know if it's. Written out like that, but everything that's going on, <laughs> they had it back then. Yeah, ain't nothing new. Yeah, ain't nothing new. Yeah, ain't nothing new. It might not have been the word, but something, something similar to it. But like, 
was it frowned upon? Like, uh, like did any of the apostles or whatever, did they find themselves in said whole houses? No. See, the whole polygamy thing, <laughs> that was never God's intention for marriage. Uh-huh. It's kind of, they kind of forced out kind of their own, like, law with that. God never wanted them to have multiple wives. And the reason is because it's going to mess up your heart. Because when you have sex, you're coming together, you, you're coming together spiritually. Mm-hmm. So you look at soul ties. Yeah, soul ties. You know what I mean? That's why two should become one, become one flesh. So you gotta look at David's son Solomon. David suffered from that. Him having all these marriages, all these this polygamy. He he. It wasn't God didn't you know it wasn't like God frowned upon it. He didn't want him to do it. They did it. So like his family was torn apart. You had one son that was jealous of Absalom. You had another son that raped his half sister Tamar. There's all, all kind of issues going on with these kids. Mm-hmm. So that gotta tell you that if I'm going out here doing all this stupid stuff, it's still a, a price to pay for that. So sins of the father. Yeah, sins of the father. I mean, you had all his sons was jacked up. Then you go to Solomon. Solomon, the king of it. Uh-huh. Solomon's player of all players. He had uh-huh. thousand women, uh-huh. three hundred wives, seven hundred concubines. And uh-huh. what did they do? Oof. They turn his heart away. It, 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 they turn really his heart away from God. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying. I, I he got, focused on so much other stuff yep. that he can't focus on what he's supposed to be focused. Can't be. You know what I mean? Real. So him, all these women got his heart all over the places except for where it's supposed to be, and to God. You know what I mean? So God had to humble him as well. Damn. That's what he said. Seven hundred concubines. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Thousand women. I couldn't do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, that's way too many emotions to deal with. That's too many periods. That's too much. <laughs> ain't like, and they all on their periods at the same time because they live together. Mm-hmm. In the palace. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, boy, that is a messed up week. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't even coming home. No, I'm going to go to another land yeah. <laughs> for this oh, week. Oh, week. I'm tripping. Oh, man. house be turned upside down. <laughs> Ain't nothing, man. So, uh, Pastor George, man, you know, I done, we done known you each other for years, man. I remember, you know, high school days, mm-hmm. a little bit after high school days and whatnot, man. And, um, I mean, how did you become a pastor? Like, was it just, because, you know what I'm saying, I be hearing, you know, how people be like, you know, I was called. I was asleep. I was sleeping. Jesus came to me and said, nigga, you a pastor now. And I woke up and nigga, I'm pastoring. But I don't, you know what I'm saying? It, I don't think it's just that easy. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? So I know it's, it's, it's a, it's a road, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Definitely. And I know it's not an easy road, you know what I'm saying? So like, what was it? Was it a, a, a incident or was it something that made you like bloom or, I mean, was it just like instantaneous one day you was like, well, it's crazy. Like, for real, like me and me, me and Jennifer getting together, I think, you know, she's church church her whole life. Mm-hmm. So her praying for me, man, I think even though I, when I couldn't see it, I believe that played an intricate part in, in my whole turn salvation to God. Cause she was always on me. You go to church, you go, nah, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to church. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So finally, um, a couple of things happened. Uh one of my one of my dudes, he was going to DeAndre. I don't know if y'all y'all probably don't know DeAndre, but shout out mm-hmm. to Fresh. Fresh popcorn, he got his own popcorn spot downtown. That's what's in. And uh, he, uh, I ain't never met no dudes. Like, we was hanging one night, and I'm like, I'm about to sip, I had my drink. I had a little church function. I was there at the hotel, and I'm about to go leave, I'm gonna get something to drink. You know what I'm saying? He was like, Nah, I don't drink. You don't drink? Mm-hmm. Bruh, who don't drink? What are you talking about? <laughs> you want to smoke? I don't smoke. I'm like, Wow, that's the first time I seen somebody in the church that was like, They don't do these things. Uh-huh. Mess me up, you know what I mean? That was kind of the first step. So, me and him, it got cool. And then me and Jennifer, it's like, God, just use all these little parts. We started breaking up. 
having a problem in a relationship, and then these uh the True Pine Hip Hop DVDs by Elder G. Craig Lewis. Mm, yeah. She was like, I want you to watch your DVDs with me. And you know, you know, we all been about hip hop, rap, all of us, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? These deep, deep parts of our lives. So I get hold of these DVDs and uh, you know, and this dude was talking about how the devil was gonna use black youth to worship him. Like, man, hey, we ain't rock and roll, we don't do that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. oh, we don't we ain't worshiping the devil. Yeah. We might do some crazy stuff, but we ain't worshiping the devil. Mm -hmm. You know, so he goes through the history of rock and roll and what they doing, and then he gets to hip hop. And how he starts breaking it down about how powerful music is just and a hip-hop artist like you know uh, if i put an outfit on the bishop in the church put an outfit on a few preachers will wear it the president put an outfit on some people want to wear it but if i can get a hip-hop artist to work where the whole nation want to wear it mm -hmm. only music can give you that kind of power but then he started talking about the devil in heaven and i i had never heard nobody talk about the devil in heaven mm -hmm. i always wondered if he the first person to get kicked out Tell us what he did. What did he do? I mean, what a thing. So he, he brought down the scriptures in Isaiah talking about how the devil had um, how beautiful he was with all the diamonds and rubies, mm -hmm. but also he had vials, with vials off like an organ, mm -hmm. uh, built, and he had tambourines, the things on tambourine on him, a part of his being. So he's a he's a, a musical, musical being, mm -hmm. you know. So we got to talking about that, and, and then I got to going through rap lyrics, and he, and he broke it down. I'm like, dang man, like, why are all the most successful rappers saying they sold they sold to the devil? Man, I'm going to the list. Tupac, uh, money, uh, smile, money and riches. Uh, but sold my soul for money and riches. Want to live my life a legend, mortalized in pictures. Eminem, I sold my soul to the devil. I never get it back. I hope I leave this game with level-headed tax. Uh, Biggie didn't say I sell it, but he said I'd rather go to hell uh, so I can still wear my black Tims and hoodies. Mm. Uh, Bone doesn't harm me. You already know. We yeah, used to my murder, my murder. Yeah, they was on some crazy stuff. stuff. Yeah. Even Easy E on one of his things, he had talking backwards and all kind of crazy mm. stuff. DMX um, uh, was Damien. Songs was called Damien yeah, Damien talking, yeah. talking to the devil, Snoop Dogg, mm -hmm. murder was the case. That whole song was by him selling soul. Yeah. Master P, Mr. Most of My Life. I sold my soul to the devil. I hope I, uh, hope I die, hope I don't die at 187. I'm just like, dang, what is making them say that? Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like that? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So that kind of messed me up. Like I said, it didn't happen overnight. And then I remember one night I was riding around, um, smoking, drinking, you know, doing what I do. And I had that boy, I, for some reason, I had no CDs, but that Boys in the Hood CD with, uh, was it Jeezy, Jody Breeze and them. Mm -hmm. And uh, one song, uh, Jody Breeze was like, I'm a demon in the evening. I'm like, why he a demon? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then Big Gee, he was like, I'm with God on Sunday, so I'm with Satan six days a week. And ha, 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 laughing. I'm like, why are you saying that? Jeezy, mm -hmm. I'm gonna put three heads in your hole, in your head like a bowling ball. I'm like, this music is crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's really crazy. And it's tripped out because we remember so many songs. That music is stuck in my heart. That music is so powerful. It's a direct link to your heart. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can go throw in a UGK CD right now and rap word for word. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I know where everything Pimp and Bun gonna say. Music, that old stuff I listen to, it's still touched on my heart. So if it's a direct link to your heart, you gotta think about it. When people going to do drive-bys, they might listen to the Marvin Gaye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They crazy them. You crazy? But you know what I'm saying? For the most part. For the most part, you know, you got somebody in there that's gonna get you hyped to do what you about to do. You know, in the same verse, you not, you know, you ain't got your three six. Another one, I ain't talking about them. Six six mafia, you know, another one. So you ain't, you ain't playing that music when you trying to entice a chick to come over to delay with you, whatever. You got your Luther, whatever. You ain't playing that hardcore stuff unless the chick is like that or something. So music sets atmospheres and it changes things. So after I got this walking, watching about the fourth DVD, man, it's like, God was like, I heard him like knocking, like, bruh, you gotta make a change. I remember uh, when you introduced those DVDs because uh, Ashley, you introduced mm -hmm. them to Ashley too, and then Ashley introduced them to me. And I, I, I listened to it 
for the most part, and it had me shook up. But it was it was some of that stuff on there. I'm like, how do you have this information? You know what I mean? Like I remember it was something he was talking about in there how Biggie was about to start a clothing line. Yeah, 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 like what triple six? Triple six. He called the Dream Mafia. Each section was a six. Six. Yeah, yes. and it was it was gonna be like triple six clothing mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, how do you have this information? Who told you this? You know what I mean? It was certain stuff like that was in that DVD that he was saying. And I was like, I don't know where you got that information from. Mm-hmm. And, he, and see, but it was a lot of stuff like because he was even going back to like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. He went you know all the way back. Yeah, I remember so, he went all the way back. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was. It was. It was dope. It was definitely dope and, and thought provoking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, I, I guess it wasn't enough for me to stop listening to it because I tried to for a minute. Mm-hmm. I really did, but yeah. it really wasn't no alternatives. See, I've been listening to rap music for like. Almost two years, bro. Mm-hmm. And God had me just on praise and worship, cause I, I just I just let it go. But I stopped cussing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I cuss. Everybody know you the reason I cuss. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna blame me for your cussing. You know what I'm saying? People saying y'all. So people like you the reason. You the only reason I cuss. I just hear it all the time. But then like I was able to get like how I'm gonna stop smoking and drinking and doing all the things that I'm you don't doing. Separate yourself. If I didn't separate stuff. myself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that, that that two years, God had me away from. Rap, and I found the truth, and I was like, oh, because I thought Christian rap was horrible. Mm-hmm. All this stuff mm-hmm. is garbage. Most of it was. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's way better now, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, I wouldn't right. even try to listen to it, you know what I was mean? listening to it back then. Yeah, though. He was? He yeah. Was. Like, man, my mom was a holy roller. You know what I mean? That's why at your graduation, when I sent you that card, you know what I mean? I was like, look, it's I, I can really, it's hard to see, like, you where you are today. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just because, like... It's like I wouldn't have saw this for you. <laughs> you, you <laughs> not you. <laughs> Me, you wouldn't have saw this. You know what I mean? So, like, because I was I was in church what three or four nights a week. You know what I wow. mean? That's the way my mom That's was. That's how Jennifer and them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But we I was the nigga in the back of the church writing rhymes. You know what I mean? But that nigga so, kept his rhyme book in church. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what you bring this notebook for? Shoot, I ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, because I'm just sitting like, but it, I was listening to some of that stuff. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll come back That's to that later. All right. But my thing is, like, I hear that. I understand it. I get that. But... When I jump in the whip, I'm probably still gonna put on this shit. I don't feel like me listening to it is gonna is gonna make me want to go out and, and kill, kill somebody. You know what I mean? So, what is it that, even though we know it and we understand it, and we have a knowledge of God and what He wants, that we still decide? You know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm gonna do what I do. I mean, that go back to the garden. I mean, that's 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 our problem. I think. Adam, the the, the the temptation always being to be, to say that you will be like God. And I think that's what we all struggle with. That we want to be in control of every moment, of every second. This is my life and I do what I want to do. Because God's, God's in control of everything, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So Satan was like, hey, you teach this fruit, you will be like God. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing was like, dang, I'm going to be like God. And what they missed the whole the misconception of that was like you was already like God to begin with. Yeah, I was about to, you weren't gonna be ask. no closer yeah. than what you was, but you deceived. So damn, I didn't think about it like that. You see what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. weren't gonna be no closer. You was as close as you, anybody has ever been, mm-hmm. except for Jesus. You was closest, and He is God, closest you ever been. So I understand like it ain't gonna make them kill you. 
Somebody, somebody, you, you got a strong mind. Everybody ain't got a strong mind. Some people mm -hmm. are crazy. They might not even get high, get drunk. They gonna turn on their favorite song. They gonna get them hype enough to go out there and go murder somebody. You know what I'm saying? People, yeah. people are crazy. That's how I feel about like the um, the little Uzi verse on that that XL. I, I listened to that when you told me. I see that in your post. I let, I let Jennifer hear it the other night. I was like, this is what these kids are listening to. Yeah, I was Push like, Push her to the edge. All my friends are dead. That's yeah, crazy. I'm like, I was like, man, this is like, that is it's the depressing. most depressing shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I don't want that in my spirit, man. I'm cool. Man. <sighs> Yeah, when yeah, I heard it, I said, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> Think about all these kids, though. They're exactly. landing into their spirit, though. It's in there. That's what, that's what, and then words are powerful. That's another, another thing with the music. Because the devil, he knows most of us not going to say, Satan, I love you. I worship you. People ain't crazy. Mm -hmm. But he knows he knows that death and life is in the power of the tongue. He knows how powerful words are. So if I can get you to sing these artists' lyrics that feel a certain way and say a certain thing, I'm a, you inviting that around that you. spirit into you. And I, I left off, the, I want to say this too, I left off a person about uh, worshiping the devil, Lil Boosie said, I ain't gonna lie, the Holy Ghost, it ain't saving people. So I ain't in church on Sunday trying to pray for people. Dude, that gangster music screwed and chopped, didn't leave my city for a whole year. I bumped that screwed and chopped. And I got saved and I heard that and I was like, wow. That's like, Jesus said the only unforgivable sin is, is blaspheming the Holy Ghost. I'm not saying he can never be forgiven, but I'm saying is when you say, Jesus said, when you saying, the work I did on the cross and dying for your sins, when you disregard that as nothing. Okay, see, that's that's bringing up another question that I got, okay? Go ahead. All right. Now, yes, I do believe in God, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But the thing is, there are so many different stories, you know what I mean, whether it be Horace, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Which came before Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Krishna, all of those other stories, you know what I mean? Like, and those all have similar teachings to Jesus, Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not only that, you got all these other religions nowadays, you know what I mean? Whether it be Muslim, mm -hmm. Buddhism, Christianity, mm -hmm. all of them, they believe that they right yes mm -hmm. you know what i mean yes. so how who is to say what's wrong and what's yeah. right you know what i'm saying i know i definitely do that's 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 a, that's a i think an age-old question there's some discussion we have about stuff like that in school so i this, this is this is my view of it because the stories i know the horrors and i've heard that and the similarities and people try to bring that to the forefront but they're not all the same and the thing is it's how, it's how I learned to look at it because I know what I believe. Because I wasn't searching for Jesus and this is where I made my life. That's what I'm saying. He found me. I wasn't I searching. It. And so that's why I know this is this is the truth that I stand on. I believe that Christianity is the correct way. And the, the reason I say this is because the attack is so hard on Christianity. Like Christmas. Why 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 is it why Santa Claus? Why is all that stuff even around? And our Jesus wasn't born December 25th, I know that. But if we're gonna celebrate his birth. Why is all this stuff even around it? Why is all the distraction? Mm -hmm. Easter, it ain't the you day of resurrection, no, no but, but we, we, we should observe it because it's an important yeah. day in our holiday. But it's so much distraction around it. Why is there no distraction around any other religious holidays uh -huh. but ours? To me, what I see from things like that and, and the hate that it is Christian, the, from you know whether it be the LBGT community, the things that, that, that say, you know, there's so much hate towards Christianity. To me, it shows that the devil's more concerned about you not believing the truth than the lie. Uh -huh. 
from the fight that we have that others don't have, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Muslims don't agree with homosexuality. That's true. Why is the fight on, on us? And it just doesn't make sense to me. So I think I think the the reason the fight is on Christianity though is it's the biggest religion in in the states. Yeah, that. But also, a lot of churches pick and choose what they want to talk about in the Bible. You know what I mean? And, and what they want to live by. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where a lot of the confusion comes in. And Christianity as a whole, period, it's a lot of confusion in the religion as as a as a just in Christianity being that you have your Lutherans, your Methodists, uh your Apostol I grew up in the Apostolic Church, you know what uh, I mean? So I grew up uh that I have to speak in Yeah, I have to speak in tongues in order to go to heaven. You know what I mean? And then they right. take you back to the room. Yeah, take you in the Yeah, say hallelujah. Exactly. And then it just and then it just take it's supposed to take over. You know what I mean? Well, it's not. It's a gift of the spirit. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I remember I tried like three or four times. You know what I mean? And how disheartened I had to be as a child. Is something wrong with me, God? Exactly. How disheartened? That's why I'm glad God took me the role He took me and not put me in to the church like that because I now I get to see these people and I'm dealing with all these people and I'm like, wow, I see the hurt and the pain sometimes. Mm -hmm. of, and that's why I think non-denominational is the correct way because mm -hmm. it should be about Jesus and the word, no, nothing more, nothing less. But man, when, when man get prideful, you know what I mean? Most of them split over a small thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna try my own denomination because you don't believe this one thing and it just goes too far. But that, that speaking in tongues things, I, I talk to people all the time. I'll be like, wow, like, where you get it? They, they'll ask two thirty eight. They'll fight you to yeah, no that's end. That's exactly what it was. But it, it don't, yeah, but it don't. Uh, it, it's, it, but that they took it. See, they took that out of context. But listen, it's that's the whole thing. And see, that's my this is my thing with like a lot of churches and religions and stuff is uh, like they pick and choose what they want to you to believe about mm -hmm. the Bible. Mm -hmm. So they'll be like, oh, don't believe this in the Old Testament, but believe this in the Old Testament, mm -hmm. and everything in the New Testament is good. So everything in the Old Testament, you know what I'm saying? So that's where I get, you know, conflicting views on different stuff. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's just like, how do you, you know what I'm saying, pick to do this, but don't do this. You know what I'm saying? I would tell you to run fast from that church. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you to run. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. I'm going to tell you what messed me up with Clay. I don't frequent church. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I used to. I still have uh, the pastor who married me and my wife, mm -hmm. and if I'm gonna go to church, it's his church. Mm -hmm. And the last time I went to his church, because I was, I was feeling like whatever it is that I need to fix in my life at that moment, I tried and I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I need to be, I can feel it. Like I need to be there. Mm -hmm. But while I was there. He was talking and it felt like he was talking directly to me, which is what I like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But like, when I'm listening, I'm just chilling. I'm taking in what he's saying, processing it. But when I got everybody else around me, you know, screaming and hollering and throwing their hands up and running and shit, like, and- It's distracting. It is, but at the same time, I, uh, like how you were saying how disheartening it is to a Because you don't feel that way. Yeah, I don't feel that way, mm -hmm. so it's like, Am I not? Am I not getting it how I'm supposed to? Or are mm -hmm. these people fucking fronting? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I belong here, mm -hmm. really. You know what I mean? So it's like me. I'd rather just not. If I have a spiritual or a counselor or someone that I could just holler at and talk to one on one and 
because I receive it better. When I got all that other shit going on in the church, it's hard for me to really like stay in tune with what the pastor's talking about mm -hmm. because I can feel the energy around me is just fake. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's fake or I don't know if I'm just not, I'm not getting it. Like, God ain't talking to me like that. Yeah. Uh, that's, that, that's a tough one because sometimes you gotta learn about something. I think it's the thing with life too, but even with God, sometimes you gotta get out of your feelings and get uncomfortable mm -hmm. to get to a place. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, like, I don't feel like going to church all the time sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, I, and we, we, uh, pastors, when they preach every Sunday, they don't feel like being up there every Sunday. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I got stuff going on in my life. I might be tired. I have this and that. They don't feel like it. So it's like a, a pressing my way through uh, type of deal. Sometimes, man, people fake in anything. Like, so I ain't going to say nobody never fakes. Who knows? I, I, don't, I don't know that. But I'm saying sometimes. You ain't never been up there and seen somebody bust their ass. Like, <laughs> to, like they fake phrasing or yeah. brother, whatever, bust their like, knee or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Like, look, that's you that's God telling you, you're playing too much. You're doing, playing too, much. Too, much. <laughs> you're doing <laughs> too much. So, uh, like I said, I think that's when like small groups and, and Bible studies come in handy too. So, mm -hmm. you go to those things. So usually, that's how pastors usually say, this we see who your real church is. Because mm -hmm. who's there on Wednesday? You know what I'm saying? You gotta think mm -hmm. about it. If, you, if we go to church two days a week, and you don't show up those two days, you missed fifty percent of what God got to say to you. Mm. That's a lot, mm -hmm. you know. So that's when you can get some time more that one-on-one -on -one time, which might make you more comfortable in a big setting. When I'm getting that that one-on-one -on -one more time I need, when it's a smaller setting on Wednesday, I can pick up and I can ask questions. And, and that's some churches too big. You can't ask questions in Bible mm -hmm. study, but for the most part, I've me, always preferred Bible study over Sunday. All anyway. Right. Now, this is going to bring about a whole nother discussion, all right? Um, it, but it, it kind of piggybacks off of what Swoop said. I got, like, two big questions, but one of them will come back later. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so, to Swoop's point where he mentioned uh, how pastors will pick and choose, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that, so they, this is just my theory on it, okay? Okay. Um, like how pastors pick and choose of what they want out of the Old Testament and in the New Testament. So in the Old Testament, Testament, tithing and offering was a big thing. You know, you bring yes. your goat, you bring your ten percent, and all mm -hmm. that stuff. All right, but when Jesus died on the cross, wasn't that supposed to be the new covenant? So yeah, the New Testament, New Testament, yeah, new covenant, yes, the New Testament, so, New Covenant. So him dying on the cross pretty much killed. Tithing and offering. <laughs> okay. okay. You know what I mean? So because everything in the Old Testament is supposed to be before. You know what I'm saying? So that's the, that's that's one of the main things I'm talking about too. And then like you know what I'm saying? But you don't want to. It's, it's not I for an eye no more. Exactly. It's not. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just different stuff. You feel me? So go because ahead, go. to me, because to me. Now, I ain't gonna say that the church needs money. Okay, yeah, I yeah of course. They need money yeah, to operate. I understand stuff, that, you, you know. You're not telling, but for you to tell me that I'm robbing God because I don't have this 10% to give to you today, what if I can only afford to give you 5% this week? But you wanna put this guilt trip on me. And a lot of churches do. Yeah. I know, I know you, you know what I'm saying? Because I can only money. give you this much, but I, I'm giving you what I can. You know what I mean? And what if I tithe my time? 
You know mm. what I mean? That's more powerful than my money to me. <laughs> I really ain't got time to bid this. Exactly. <laughs> I got, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. All right, say a lot. All right. So, let's just go back. You said, like, it's not an eye for eye. Mm. That's gone because we're not here killing people. Mm -hmm. So, the Old Testament is law, the New Testament is grace. Mm -hmm. So, you're not, so you're not gonna be, God's not gonna curse you. You don't pay your tithes now. Mm -hmm. that, 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 that's the Jesus died for every curse. Mm -hmm. Curse is gone. So since we're not under law and never under grace, the law commanded sin. Now grace, we are free in Christ. So the theory is why well, I think it's not mentioned in the New Testament because now that you're under grace, you should want to get more than ten percent after what you did. Mm -hmm. Ten was just that. Now you now now you got a ticket to heaven. You see what I'm saying? Now Christ has died for your sins. You're under grace. So that's why I think Paul never even writes it or mentions it because that's not even something we should be talking about. You should be willing to give. You know what I mean? So the tithes and the offering are for the function of the church. You do need them. You need all that stuff to take care of the church. Uh, what well, time? You said your time. Mm -hmm. All right. So my time is important. My saying time is important. Time is extremely important. But I got money. Jesus said, where your heart, where your treasure is, so your heart will be also. Whatever I love, I'm gonna invest my money in. Whatever I do, whatever I like and wanna spend my time in, I'm gonna invest my money in that. Because money is a direct, we can't really give God anything. He has it all, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? He don't even want the money, but what I give shows him to what he really means to me because who wants to give away their money? And I'm not saying you, you, you do stupid stuff. You see the pastor and getting new lacks and rims and you know all kind of crazy stuff going on. I'm not saying give your money foolishly, but I'm saying it's like I tithe, I've tied, I've been tithing for 11 years. Mm -hmm. I ain't missed a beat. And I can say that I'm extremely blessed. Like the house we live in now in Brownsburg, dude, like we wanted the house, this is how it happened. I was in an apartment. I wanted this, I wanted this one house. We couldn't afford it a little too much. We could get a smaller one built. Two people, like I don't know what happened when they built two houses, two people couldn't get the houses. God let me pick each house I wanted. It was a square feet that I wanted. I got it for $25,000 cheaper, and all I paid was $500 to get a house. Mm, Finally made no down. 500 down. Yeah. We got to the close, and they was like, you owe another 15. I was like, I ain't got that. They told me 500. Uh -huh. They went back and met in the room, came back. Okay, we take the 500. And I got to attribute that to God. That's uh -huh. freaking crazy. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? I walked in a house with $25,000 equity, only paid five, and they paid my rent to get out my, break my lease in my apartment. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's a blessing. That's, you know what I'm saying? Look at God. Look mm -hmm. at God, for real. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he been faithful. About, like, I don't, the, the the curse part, I think, don't. God not going to curse you if you pay your tithes. But then he says, prove me if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pull you out a blessing. Mm -hmm. I believe that, too. That he's saying, try me. Prove me wrong. I'm going to open up these windows and pull you out a blessing, man. And I got testimony of testimony. The reason we got a truck, this dude didn't have a car. I was taking him to church. Me and my wife were taking two separate cars just so I could take him to church. Take him to church. And, uh... I had already had my wife's car and my car. I already had two cars on my credit, bro. Mm -hmm. I got a third car. How possible? Mm -hmm. No way possible that you get three cars on your credit. Mm -hmm. I got a third car. It was a truck which we needed because we having more kids and everything. And it's like, wow, I got to attribute that to God. Because I took the truck back because it broke. They looked at it and was like, how did you get this truck? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? How, you got two cars already. I said, no, car max, I sold it to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I need that. Uh -huh. And I ended up giving me a new truck because that one broke, man. But man, God has been just faithful and faithful. Even Miss Jennifer, the daycare shut down. She didn't have a whole income for a year, bro. You mean so we went from two incomes to one for a whole year? I mean, didn't miss a payment, didn't miss a, didn't miss a beat, didn't miss anything, man. Money come through unexpectedly, all that stuff. That stuff is real. But I attribute that is I wasn't cursed if I didn't do it. But I was faithful with what I did. 
And I think that's what it boils down to, being faithful over what it is. Because, like, and then, like you said, I can't pay my time. What if I only got 5% to give? A lot of times, it ain't God's fault. We don't have our 10 things we did. Like, I'm not going to have, uh, I'm not going to be going out to eat, having cable, having all this stuff, and not give God his 10%. Because stuff I ain't got to have. Or it ain't his fault I done ran up crazy debt and did student loans and didn't pay them back. And I got all this debt. Now I'm saying I can't give God this 10 when I went after the fool with, with what I had. That's not that's not fair to him either. Mm-hmm. Mm. I need so my what? cable. So what? Well, I ain't got cable right now, but my internet. Man, I, got, I just <laughs> feel like we got. I got you when I get there. Huh? I, I, I got you when I get there. You got you when you get there. Yeah, it's a growth, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm it's just it's playing, but yeah, 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 I'm, 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 I'm tired yeah. before then. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, I mean, reading the word, I think is essential. Is essential, like. You said, Pastor, like, when I, even when I preach, I'd be like, y'all read this. I want y'all to read what I'm telling y'all. I could be saying anything up here. Mm-hmm. That's dumb on your part if you don't check behind the checker. And when, that's when, what when a lot I, of people do. When, exactly. I, when I'm dealing with your, I'm saying this is uh, your soul. When I'm dealing with stuff for your soul, for your salvation, you know, even in your life on earth and how you handle relationships and people, I'm, I'm giving you stuff from that. And for you not to even look or just believe anything any man going to say, mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that's not wise. Mm. I don't know. When it comes to the tithing shit, I... I like, I look at it like I'm just donating some money because I see that the pew over there looking kind of fucked up. So even when I go visit a church just to visit and when they bring it around, if I got something on me, I give something just because mm-hmm. I understand like yeah, bills yeah. and shit need to get paid around here. It's still like, a business. Like, we can put all our time into the tithing, but shit, you still need some money. Shit, I could be at the crib putting all my time into what I love, okay. but if I ain't bringing home no money. See, I, but to me, I think it's all about the scale of the church. You know what I mean? Like, because that's this is one reason why I don't really fuck with mega churches. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I think people, I, I, when it comes to mega churches to me, you know what I mean? Regardless of, I'll just say prosperity preachers. People, yeah, prosperity preachers. I don't fuck with them a lot of the a lot of times because, to me, it feels as if, um, they just doing they saying whatever to get people in the door, and the reason they drive home the tithing and stuff so so hard is because they just want to. The more numbers you got, the more money you got coming in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And not only that. Damn, I lost my damn point, man. Man, you do this Come shit on. all the time. I'm going to give you a gospel. Yeah, let me give you a All right. I got, I got <laughs> a question, though. Yes. With, um, like, especially now with the whole being woke movement mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. that's going on and pretty much yeah. denouncing Christianity yes. for the most part, has that affected the, the church. church? You know what I mean? I think overall, I think it's having some effect, but... Some of it is so stupid, y'all. I gotta be honest with you. First of all, to blame slavery for Christianity has got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, they use the Bible. Yeah. No, but no, I'm saying. But look, I mean, like, the the slaves, but. so American slavery, they that's a big part of woke, right? Uh-huh. All right, that slavery was 1600s. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Christianity existed 1600 years before right, right slavery. There. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Christians in Africa, in the, in, in the Bible, it's Christian Ethiopia. It's churches in, in, in Ethiopia in 300 AD. Long list of churches. Mm. So to blame a white man for Christianity and blacks is like the dumbest. That's like dumb. 
if you just look at history and time frame, it doesn't even make sense. You see what I'm saying? So that's the that's the one big problem I have with the whole woke thing. And then, like I said, I got a crossroads, so it's kind of cool to have professors, have white professors and black professors, and 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 because it's it's a big the racial racial thing is big. It is. Mm -hmm. There's no there's no there's no way. And those people that are slave owners, they were not Christians. I mean, they weren't. You can't. I can't call myself. Uh, uh, they uh, thought they were. They thought they were. Mm -hmm. I can't call myself a, a manager of a post office if I don't abide by the rules of the post office. Do whatever I want to do. I might be in that position, but that don't mean I, that's my. That's what I, you know, that's what I'm really doing. I can't say I play for the Bulls if I'm doing everything else, breaking all the rules, whatever the case may be. So I really feel that God has judged them tremendously for that because y'all lie. Y'all seen Birth of a Nation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, that, that's that was one of the most powerful movies I think I've ever seen, man. And, and, and that's real. When when you lying about about God's word and you lying to us. I mean, it presents a problem. I understand the hurt and the pain. I think that's honestly the devil's plan. He has used that to to build this bridge that we have now, where let's get away from Christianity uh -huh. because of slavery. When these people, it'd be different if they were if the Bible said the things that they did agree with. I could say it would be different if the Bible did that. But you look at the story of Philemon. Philemon, he was a slave. The slave means you know, and and then servant back then. It wasn't like servant. it did your servant wasn't like. How they, they were to us, but still, Paul told on Onesimus to free him. He's your brother in Christ now. Let him go. He's fa he, he needs to do work for me in the ministry. So think about all the slaves that came under the brother in the Christianity. Paul would if they were reading the scriptures. You no, know, Paul was like, "Somebody, hey, y'all need to let them go. Treat them better. That's, that's not how you treat people. Mm -hmm. If they they your brother in Christ, but it wasn't about that. It's about making America." <laughs> Do what it do, you know what I mean? About us getting cotton, getting us formed, getting rich, and not paying nothing for it. That's what it was about. And we're gonna use anything we can to keep this control of them. So the Bible is not a a book that I think people try to make the Bible use the Bible to control us. It wasn't just that. I mean, they had whips and guns. Well, all right. With that being said, as well, how how are we to believe the Bible as we read it today? Because like there has been broken down and translated so many different times you know what i mean and i'm pretty sure because like i was watching 12 years of slave mm -hmm. you know what i mean and they were sweating they were sitting there talking to the slaves and he was reading in the bible and he was like god said if a slave does this then he should get 30 lashes you know what i mean mm -hmm. and you sitting there telling teaching this to to the slaves you know what i mean and they can't read so all they got to do is go off of your word. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that might have been an interpretation to somebody. I'm not saying it was in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I haven't read those said chapters or whatever that he said it was in there. Mm -hmm. But things have probably been put in and taken out of the Bible over time. You know what I mean? Because King James, like what was the original version beside before the King James version? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What was the version before that? It's, people have been able to probably, they probably have been able to doctor the Bible. I, we'll see. I, I disagree with that because I believe the Bible, the word is inerrant. It doesn't have any error. I believe it, it, it's God's word. It, the total, total, totality of the Bible is God's word. And the reason I see, people like, you know, man wrote it, they did. God inspired men to write it. But before you talk about doctoring it up, it makes too much sense. I don't, we're not smart enough to have something centuries and centuries and centuries to make sense, to have prophecies from this book down in this book that all lead to Jesus, 
That just doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I can't see a, no group of men is that smart to have a book that go all the way from Genesis to Revelation and, and, and make sense of the, of the prophecies that lead to Christ. You got to think at the end of the Old Testament, it's 400 years of silence. Well, nothing, no God not speaking, no nothing for 400 years until the New Testament came. So whose family is passing this book down for 400 years? Wait till, wait till we gonna say Jesus was born 400 years later and then, then make it make sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, it just, that, that's nobody, nobody's that smart. I can't believe no group of people that smart. Okay. Yeah, that's valid. That's a valid point. Um, uh, another thing, uh, another question that I had is, as far as pastors go, you know, mm -hmm. at churches or whatever, could it be that certain congregations in a lot of churches nowadays look to their pastors as if they Jesus? Mm, I think so. I, I definitely think so. Because, like, it gets frustrating when I, like, you, I know as a single man, I used to date women or whatever, and they used to always come to me. So, when my pa well, pastor said, pastor said, Fuck Pat, what Pastor said. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't care what. Like, who is he? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand that. Like, it's, to me, it seemed like you praising this man instead, instead of, of praising if, Jesus. And another thing, like, another thing about Jesus, right? Mm. It's frustrating. It's not frustrating. It's confusing to me that a lot of people prop up Jesus instead of propping God. You know what I mean? Why not just go straight to the source? Even though that Jesus is God. To do, right? Yeah. Didn't say you gotta go get go through Jesus to get to God. You gotta go through right? the Son to get yeah. to Yeah. Yes, you gotta go through the Son. And God, let's go to the first one first. Uh -huh. Pastor said. So me, for example, if I have my own church and I'm I'm teaching my my ladies what the Bible says to be celibate, first of all, because that's what the Bible says. You know, you're, I want you to know your worth, your value. Same things I'm going to steal in my daughter. Uh -huh. Same things. So, to me, if I'm being a, a good pastor and a teacher, that's probably cool that she said that because I want my daughter to say what my daddy said. Uh -huh. Not that I'm they daddy, but I'm giving you through yeah. what God. You know what I'm saying? So, I want you to, I don't want no man taking advantage of you. I don't want no man hurting you. And I mean, we've all done that, been there before and took advantage of some girls, whether we planned on doing it or not. But we have, we didn't we didn't marry him or didn't care for him enough, you know what I mean, to marry him. So if, if they saying pastor said, that means they're listening. You know what I mean? It's not coming out that you praising, pray, I don't think that's coming out that you praising pastors, that he's like um, a spiritual father in a sense, mm -hmm. that he's looking out for my well-being. And if this is something that he taught about or some tricks of the trade, and I see them in you, hey, I gotta let you know where I stand because that lets me know if you really wanna be with me or not. You gotta go through. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You, if you really want me, cause you might just want me for me, for, for my body. Mm -hmm. And if pastor said, make what sure you go That's cool body. though. What yeah. if I didn't have then, nobody? Then, 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 and then. I'm still here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and you still, you are, well pastor said, what, what? what? Yeah, you want to talk about pastor said that without digging it? <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I didn't go. Yeah, I ain't gonna do that. that. But that, but that, but that, but that could be confusing to you. Uh -huh. as, as as a man that's searching, women, uh, women are, are powerful, man, and uh, they have to. Yes, if, if they are, and and that's why I'm gonna shout out Jennifer Thomas, my wife. I'm so lovely, girl. She uh, she held it down, man. Like she made God real to me 
even when I didn't want to see so God. So she waited on you. She ain't just. No, she not. We had, we had, we had Destiny before we got married. She I know that, but she lock. waited she on waited for you to, for get, you to get to worry to get you your, your religious maturity or your maturity yeah. to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I, I, I could, like, her growing up in the church, I, I, I'm pretty sure she had her ideal mate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so she dealt with what you, you know what I'm saying because, like, you know, I come, with, you know, my wife, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? She's very religious or whatever. She's kind of, um, you know, she she found out some things about the church that she really didn't like. So we're we've been kind of living for a new church home and you know mm-hmm. just just doing different things. Um, but uh, she's still very spiritual. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm not. Yeah. Like I believe in God, I pray. You know, what I'm saying I do everything on my time when I want to do it, and I know it's not supposed to be like that. Yeah. But like, I do I everything on my time when I when I want to do it. I talk to this guy when I want to talk to God. You know, what I'm saying I don't feel like I need to be on the floor with my face on the ground every, all day, yeah. every day. You know, what I'm saying that's just me personally. You know, what I'm saying, but you know, she has been that way to where like in the morning she got. Praise music playing, she mm-hmm. get up, she on the ground, she crying, she doing this for hours. Sound like my mama. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and I mean it, it makes her feel better, you know what I'm saying? When, and I love it. And she had the she thought she was gonna be with the pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, she went through, you know, with dating, you know, some men of the Turks mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean they weren't they really yeah, for the most yeah. part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dating niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, and then um then I come back along. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then um, it's just trying to find a medium there. You know what I'm saying? And she she's finally come to the grips to where I'm not her, and I have to. You have to. You have to get come there. along into yeah. you know what I'm saying what I need to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, she told me the other day that um, something the pastor told her was like something about I I don't love. She has to wait on me because I don't love God more than I love her. Mm-hmm. He, she said mm-hmm. he, the pastor told her that he needs to learn how to love God more than he loves you. Damn, damn. I, <laughs> and I say that is the key to a very successful marriage. Man. That's what I say. I'm gonna say why, why? Because if I love my wife more than I love God, she's human. She's gonna do something that upset me, uh, upset me at some point in life. It might not be that bad, but it could be that bad. Mm-hmm. And if I put her on a pedestal above God, my heart is gonna crush. Mm-hmm. And it might not ever be ever be repaired Same again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Might not ever be be able to be, be repaired. I'm not saying that's how you feel, but I'm mm-hmm. just talking about a successful marriage. So and staying her, I want her to love God more than she loves me. Cause I'm a flawed person. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave cabinets open, drawers open, I ain't gonna pick up after myself. I'm gonna do dumb things that make you mad and angry and upset. So if you if you put me on a pedestal, Above God, and I'll break your heart. What are you gonna fall down on? Mm-hmm. Another man? Damn. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that is a primary key to having a very, very successful marriage. When God, I mean, that's how He designed it. He's here, and, yeah, and we're here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's at the top, and we're here. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got this connection that makes our connection close. But, you we know, what connected up here. So she was patient. That's the thing. She was patient until you yeah, got. To but I made her mad though. It was some time when we almost broke up. It was some times, you know. That I, so I, I can tell. That before she you got your calling. Before I got my call, okay. yeah, we was all there. Yeah, it was, we went through some times. You know what I mean? Chicks acting a fool, just doing things, doing too much. Mm-hmm. So, but I can tell she from where I am now, she had to be praying for me, bro. Yeah. She had to be praying for me. 
no way possible all this stuff is coming to forth without her, you know, without her prayers, you know what I mean? Crying out to God for me. I'm mean, after I know she was sending, it's, a, it's something called Breakthrough. She was sending my name to Breakthrough, had intercessors in London and stuff praying for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, and that's something that Monica would do too. You, you feel see me? what I'm saying? You but know what I'm saying? Paul writes about that, so he says that if you if you marry an unbeliever, you know, we weren't married then, but it's the, it's the, the say, sometimes the words and the conduct of the saved husband can save the unsaved wife. And the, the words and conduct of the of the saved wife can help save the un, unsaved husband. Because if I see that, if you living this life out before me every day, and we together all the time, I know who you are, something's probably gonna click. How's she able to forgive like that? How's she able to love like that? Why is she always praying? You know what I mean? Man. Things like that, over time, you know? I got this question. At what point in time, though, do you be like, fuck it? You know what I mean? Cause you can be with somebody and you can be, you can believe in God and Jesus and everything, but it probably will never get through to this person that you actually love and that you actually want to be with. So at what point though, is it just like, you know what? I need to move on with somebody else. Okay. Not in the Bible. Unless so you just got to, but what kind yeah, of, I mean, what? Adultery. Adultery. But I'm saying, so that means that. <laughs> That, so that means that even if you with somebody who, if if they just like flat out, they was just like, you in this church, nigga, fuck God, nigga, and they doing all of that type of shit, you still gotta try uh, and be I, loved this person, and like, at what point can you be like, fuck this? I mean, I think, the, and I don't wanna say put my own opinion over the Bible, but God has called us to peace. I, I don't think God would ever want you to stay in a domestic violence situation with somebody mm -hmm. kicking your tail. And domestic you violence is more than just beating you. Beating you sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's, it's it worse. Physical yeah. abuse, emotional yeah. abuse, you, you know, know what I'm saying? So. But he, uh, Ron, who's right with the, uh, you know, adultery. Mm -hmm. But then Paul says, you know, if the person leaves you, I date, like, you know what? I'm done. I'm sick of you. I'm moving. I'm going to Texas. I'm done with you. I mean, God, you don't have to stay in that situation. They left you. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the vows are clear. I mean, to death do us part, man. So, you just got to wrap this shit up. You, you, Eventually, you, God is supposed to save it if you pray. Nah, you can't well, say that. Eventually? You, I, I don't think that's it. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying yeah, you, you got to make it happen. I can't say, God, fix my marriage, and I'm on the phone. Uh, talking to chicks and I'm uh, I'm out all night and, and I come out home. Stuff too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God yeah. fix my marriage. That that, that's that the, ain't gonna work. God I not a genie, that. but but yeah, I get up. that. But but to, to say to probably pick up piggyback off of what he said. Who's if, he? Swoop. Uh, if if it's a toxic situation like that, maybe God will just remove it by them leaving you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that and, you, and you gotta. So just, your job is just to, to love them and do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and keep, and yeah, keep exactly. loving, keep praying, and eventually, mm -hmm. if it's if if it's not meant to be, then God will make it. Either they so. gonna meet you or they gonna ride out. Yeah, yeah. and okay. Man, it's hot. You better ask somebody about adultery. Am I the only one hot? Adultery, yeah. <laughs> it's a little warm. <laughs> it's a little warm. Yeah. <laughs> um, adultery, yes, right? Lust, right? Mm. Is it now? Uh, in the Bible, it says that adultery when you is when you commit a sin or uh, maybe a lustful or sexual sexual act against another man's wife mm. or another man's husband. Another man's husband? Uh, or, it it's it's might be. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Or another woman's husband. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, is it adultery? If the other person is single, 
it's fornication it's still committed a sin that's yeah. true but it ain't it ain't one of the ten commandments though but look but look it out like uh it's proverbs 6 if y'all Check Proverbs 6. It's about one of the coldest pieces ever written uh, about adultery. Give my Bible that, but yeah, I'm to go look coldest right pieces there. written about adultery. So, and the woman's the woman's married. She woos the man. I'm kind of paraphrasing it, but go check it out. Always read for yourself. She wooing the man to come through. Don't know when the husband come home, and uh, so basically her, the man catches them. So you could be single and do that, but I'm saying is when that husband catch you though. Mm-hmm. It's a good chance you're gonna die. You know what I mean? The Bible says, her steps lead to death. Yeah. So you didn't come out of y'all should die. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like her, her steps lead to death. Uh-huh. That's what the Bible trying to say. You're gonna get killed messing with this married woman. Uh-huh. So you might not be committing adultery. It's not one of the Ten Commandments, but it's not you know a wise act that. for your life. Yeah. Jealousy is the rage of a man. Jealousy is the rage of a man. You yeah. ain't. Not sparing the day of vengeance. not spare <laughs> what? The body, not spare the day of vengeance. You you in his his life. Yeah. That's 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 that's, that's his one flesh. Whether it be the woman or man. The woman or the man. You know what I mean? We seen snaps. Yeah. They, That's why I never understood why niggas took so much pride in fucking another dude's yeah. wife. It's kind of messed you know up. I mean? It's messed up. Like, and like back when I was single and I used to do it, like, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad. No, I really I did. I did, but then after you think about it, you like, damn, this. Like, this is fucked Man, when I get married, see, like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like, you think about you stuff like one, that, though. You like, yeah. so then, you know what I'm saying? He was like, damn, I know. And I know these niggas have no idea that I'm running around their house butt ass naked. When they, <laughs> when they out of look, when they out of town for work, uh-huh. I just came back from Chicago for work, and my kids was at the, at the auntie house. So you thinking like, if I came home and found my wife doing some shit, yeah. like I killed that nigga, like you yeah. Me? So like you know, Biggie said it best. It's, it's a old, it's 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 definitely somebody got to die. Somebody, <laughs> somebody <laughs> got to die. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> but you know, I know my wife wouldn't do that. But I'm just saying, you know, what I'm saying yeah. when you think yeah. about like the stuff. That you have done is like, dang, man, it's just kind of messed up. Look at up, God's man. grace and mercy, man. He could have killed all of us the things we didn't did. We didn't did enough. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To die. You know, but we deserving the death. I think that's what's so beautiful about I think Christianity, you talking about other religions. Like no other religion gives me an answer for my sin. I gotta we got wicked hearts. Yeah. Lie, cheat, lust, steal. You know, the truth, Christian rapper, one of my favorite lines, he said, uh, we don't want to watch a, a movie unless there's nudity in it, and we don't want to see a video unless there's booty up in it. Proof of evidence that we sinners. We need of a savior. Sure, it's a bad tooth. Need a dentist. And I'm like, dang, that's true. Why? Why do we 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 flock to those things? You know what I mean? So I like ass. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's lust. Uh, lust. You know what I'm lustful saying? Eye. So I could go to hell for liking ass. Having a lustful eye. Well, yeah. But I mean, said, not even if I don't even want to do it. But I'm looking at it like that is but, but, nice. But, but, I could go to hell but, but, for but, but, that. But Jesus said. Jesus said. A woman's body is beautiful though. It, it is. is. Like God created that. God, that's beautiful for me to look at. The look at a woman lustfully is committing adultery in your heart. So I was like, dang. Man, you ain't looking at that ass saying, hmm, that's a nice rotund yeah, shape. Because you're saying, hmm, I want to fuck the shit. I out of will her. tap that and ass then, if I had it. Looking at that, eventually, you're going to act on it. it. It all starts. You know what I mean? It got to start somewhere. Yeah. So somebody says, if you're going to look at it, you've already committed at your heart. Train you. I, I see the young man's that. You know, we in the mall now. Girls walking by. I'll be talking to him. I see the eye chime. I'm like, hey. Put their head down, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, was, I, t- I told I told me and uh, Rich was talking, if I could go back in my life and change anything, you know, do anything over, I would have never watched pornography. 
So never. So Ooh. so never. I would have never done that. You know what I'm saying? That was that was a fight, a battle. Yeah. Becoming a Christian. You know what I'm saying? That was because at first it didn't bother me. Watch mm-hmm. it I want to. You know now it's like dang, this is wrong to God. And now as my son, I want to do my best to protect him from that. So he ain't got to fight that battle. That's a battle that you shouldn't have to fight because it's crazy because you think you know you don't know it's an addiction until you try to quit. I know it's addiction. You know, you know, but you I think mean, you think you can quit when you want. Yeah. You think you can quit when you want nah, until you, you nah, until you find I, out like, dang, I got to cut you, this flesh off. You always come to, back. You know what I mean? It's it, it's a it's, it's it's a rough road. It's some creative stuff for porn. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone. I actually right. haven't watched porn in a while. I've gone. I, the longest I've gone was like eight no. months. I, I went like eight months without watching porn. You it's, know what I mean? It's been a, so jacking off is bad too. They say it is. No, no, no. The story in the Bible they go to every time is about him pulling out old girl and his. He pulled that over. but that. Is not ejaculation. Yeah. That's I, not jacking off. That is ejaculation, yeah, but that ain't jacking but off. It ain't, but that's see, the verse they go to. The, like, You're not supposed I, to spill the seed. This is probably this is <laughs> my my view on it. But I don't want to get her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to get her pregnant back then. <laughs> no, definitely wasn't that. Lamb style. <laughs> said look at a woman lustfully if you're doing that you're probably looking at something lustfully yeah but what about the soldier that's in iraq and got pictures of his wife yeah yeah you see what i'm saying uh-huh. so that's when I mean, that's a tough question you know the bible don't answer that but i think that's your wife i don't think see it can't be nothing wrong with that. you're not lusting after nobody else uh-huh. but most times people yeah. are not doing that yeah. You see what I'm saying? I mean, for the most part. For the most part, no. it's not yeah. that, you know? So, but I think that's a, a, a situation where I can't say condemn you for that if that was the situation. I got in trouble for What? Like, my mom called me beating my dick one time. <laughs> <laughs> you like door, huh? I did, but it, the door was so it, it was like the, you could jack the door. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> you hit the door. You hit the door hard. You know what I mean? It, and, and, it unlocks. You know what I mean? That so and, yeah, she called me in the cleanup process. You know what I mean? So it's. Magazines all on the bed. <laughs> that nigga you had. Surrounded hey, by he had a gang of stuff back in the day. I had a trapper keeper full of them all. Black tails. I stole one of his VHS tapes Yeah, I used to, man. But that was back in the day. So, look, 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 look. So, with you being a man, forget the pastor part. With you being a man, you don't, a woman don't never walk past you Catch and you be like, damn. You don't say damn, but you'd be that, like, that would be a that would be a lie. Of course, that's what, <laughs> what I'm saying is I have to train my eyes to be like to be like look at the ground because I know because you're in the mall. Look at the mall. Yeah, so I know. Let me look at the ground. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> but that's after you didn't say. I mean, you can, what I you can't like. help with it, but walks past me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're human. I'm human, but I know if I see somebody and we men. You can't focus on it. But you know what I'm saying? I can't wait to see her walk past. I can see how she's shaped. That's what a man would think. 
I'm not gonna look. You know what I'm saying? I about to tra- train myself. Train you know what I'm saying? To be like, like nah, so I, I, it happened with the, one of the young boys in the mall. We sitting there talking. See the girl walk past. As soon as we walk past, eyes went there. And that's that's, that's natural. That's what mm-hmm. we do. But that to me, that goes to show you what's in our heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all about pleasing ourselves and, yeah, and, and, flesh. And, and flesh. You know what I mean? What we want to do? What can I do to be like like God and have control of my own little world? And the more you live life, I think you figure out that you really don't have control over nothing. Not even the breath you breathe. That's you know, so control. real. That's that long I can go off in the morning, but that don't mean you gonna wake up. Mm-hmm. You ain't got you know? control over nothing. So me walking behind my wife when we out and about, so that's she don't see your me wife. looking at uh, other, uh, other ass. Yeah. yeah, that's bad. Yes, it's bad. I just like it though, but I ain't trying to like. You do that, bro. Huh? <laughs> you that is that's that is that's right there. Like, like I don't do that. You do that? Like, like you just want to argue with I've done that once <laughs> he, he, or he, twice. He, yeah. <laughs> my head is straight. If my head gets on the swivel anytime when I walk with my wife, she like, nigga. Mm-hmm. I, I saw I it be before you saw it. I wonder how many times like when you out with your woman because when we was in Vegas, we oh, seen yeah. it that women are quick, quick. and good at Checking out shit. Oh, yeah, so I'm like, I, I know she be looking yeah. while we out. Just how does she do it so good? Well, I get caught when I do it. Cause she's the one. <laughs> like, like I said on five <laughs> rounds yesterday, man. Look, like men, men are the prototype. When, when God perfected human beings, He did it with a woman. He did it with a woman. You know what I mean? So? Yeah. Man, He gave them all the extra shit though that so. we don't want to deal with. He gave him all that because they, nigga, because she enticed that nigga to eat that apple. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't have had all that. Eve probably has. Stop. Stop. Five. That's what make you be like, you know what? I know the man who created me said not to do that. But she said she ain't going to give me no more. that. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think that because he was there, <laughs> he was there while she was talking to the snake. Yeah. And you read the scripture, he was there. So my whole thing is, like you said, that goes back to when the, the, when the, the serpent came, he threw off the balance. Because man was supposed to, I feel man was supposed to be the leader. Because mm-hmm. God gave him the commandments first. Mm-hmm. The women, he supposed to take care of his woman. So your woman sitting there talking to a snake and you ain't saying nothing? You ain't saying nothing. You just sitting what there. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. The snake talking to your woman. You need to... And no other animals yeah. talking. You didn't and protect I her. No other animals talking. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't wondering why a snake. Why talk. snake you didn't protect her? <laughs> you left her open, mm-hmm. and then she brought it back to you. So then when God started dishing out the curses, he had the snake first, but then he told the woman, "I'm gonna put you. you your desire is gonna be for your husband. husband. Yeah, you I want gotta that set. Spot. I gotta set you back where we gotta set things back where they're supposed to be because the enemy didn't got everything flip flop now. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's where uh, you said the woman was the. Prototype for a human being. I think. I think we both were. We supposed to both just balance each other out. And I was intended in a, in a perfect sense. But uh, you know, sin came in and, it, and it's messed it up, man. And now we see sometimes you know women taking lead roles, Damn husbands, shit. husbands, men not doing nothing. And I think men not taking care of responsibilities and kids and and being you know deadbeats and all that stuff has put our women in a bad situation. It was, African American speaking, mm-hmm. more, more than anything, then you do the government giving them deals when they don't got a man around. Mm-hmm. It's like all these things have, have played a part. So now we seeing just it's a mess. This, this next generation, man, we got some changing to do. Man, man, look, I was talking to my lady about that the other day, man. Like, um, uh, our generation, our generation was fucked up from cable TV. 
You know what I mean? Because the TV raised a lot of us. You know what I mean? And then the generation, at we, we got a little bit of it, but the generation after us was the internet. You know what I mean? And now our kids is social media. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to figure out what's going to be the next tool that they use to fuck up the generation after that. You know what like I mean? Like, what's coming? Yeah, whatever. Fidget spinners, spinners man. That's what they do. I'm like, where do you even? I don't find them. That's all they do. I got one somewhere. It must be in the car. Yeah, yeah, all they do, they just love it, man. But oh, I'd rather you have a fidget spinner than a. A, a Facebook account. Facebook is like that, cause like man, that's that's why my daughter dangerous. doesn't have a phone right now. She cannot. How old your daughter? My daughter, thirteen. Thirteen. So my daughter. Oof. My son, fifteen, but he just do dumb he stuff. Just, like yeah. he just retarded sometimes. <laughs> I mean, just being completely honest, like he on Snapchat snapping himself falling out of tree, but <laughs> <laughs> not getting no girls, not getting no news, nothing, just doing dumb stuff. But my daughter. She is on Musical.ly and doing inappropriate dance and stuff like that. So we had to take yeah. it from her. And then like some dude sent her a picture of his meat. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like, and you can't, you can't protect that. You can't, mm -hmm. I mean like any random person can just come in and bloom. And that's why you know I, mean? I didn't so want my daughter to have a phone. How old is your daughter? She's 13, she'll be 14. I'm about to say, I know they about the same I got a 15 year old daughter. I got two teenage daughters and an eight year old. Well, I was trying to ask you how you stop them from being hoes. Because that's <laughs> straight up like. It's hard. Especially that's high school. Yeah. Like, man, this is why like, I hate to so, like, think about, think about us where we grew up. Imagine we had Facebook and stuff. And all that stuff. Man, I had awesome. so many hoes. Man, exactly. Man, I be all through Indianapolis. I'm in all through Indianapolis and outside of here. So it's crazy. And I, I told my daughter, like my mom, you know, grandma, when they got her the phone, she didn't lost it a couple times. Mm. You know, just because. And hey, you gotta check their phone. Give me your phone. Give me that phone. I'm checking everything. You're supposed to talk to the boy. That's my rule. You know what I'm saying? So if I see that up top, I'm taking it. I always tell parents don't check these kids' phones. But when we used to talk to a girl, hello, Miss So and So, can I speak can to I such speak a? To such? It's, it's respect. You don't even gotta go through that no more. So yeah, when, when you got a phone, straight picture I'm out the equation. Yeah, yep. I don't know who you are talking to my daughter. I never heard your voice. Yeah. And you, who knows who's raising you? Who knows you left to yourself? Damn. Who knows you got a porn addiction and you talking to my daughter? Mm -hmm. That's scary. And it's so, so and it's so many young parents that they. They let don't. They let them yeah. do whatever. Don't. You know like what I'm said, saying? TV raised us. Now the phone. The phone is more dangerous. The TV can't talk back to you. Yeah. That phone is dangerous. You know who a video chat and everything. Mm -hmm. oh, this, it, that's why I'm saying. So, and I, I, to find that back today, all oh, my little, my six and seven year old, they were well, seven and you better be seven, she eight. They don't know if they want the phone to them to your phone. All them want phone. Snapchat. My two year old, he he know how to work a whole phone. It's crazy, man. man. It's crazy, man. So. I'm scared having daughters. Yeah, cause my I son, don't want them to be no. My son's just a nerd right now. You know what I mean? So yeah, my yeah. son is a nerd, but he wants to be more. Cool. He wants cool. to be. Cool. He wants to be. You know what I'm saying? The stereotypical black person, nigga. We no, my you're son, not that. We've never let you in the hood like that. My son's too cool. <laughs> I don't know. He's just six years old. Do backwards flips. So you know he in the playground. <laughs> Swing on him, showing off for the girls uh -huh. doing backwards flips. I just, oh, he little dude. Said today, yeah, had, <laughs> had my phone. Little girl to play basketball with my daughter. He just thinks she's so cute. So he's trying to send her a text. Tell such and such I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Manish. Bro, yeah. what are you doing? What? 
as far as when okay, you married, right? Mm-hmm. You with your wife. Yes. Y'all having sexual relations. Mm-hmm. What can't you do? Nothing. They said everything the goes. Been somebody church more. Yeah. <laughs> everything goes, right? Yeah, now. Everything but, but goes. Let me say this though. That y'all it should be what your partner agrees to, though. Yeah, yeah that's all I'm saying. Whatever she says. You don't want to make nobody uncomfortable. I think that's just going to be a bad situation for yeah. you or her. If you know you pressing something that somebody don't want to do. So, like, I went to one church and they said my wife couldn't give me head. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this, is church. Church. Yeah. <laughs> this is the wrong church. This is the wrong church. I don't believe <laughs> nothing else this man said. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. man! But I understand what you're saying, man. Uh, there was something else I was gonna say. Nothing else to say. Yeah, this nigga talks crazy. He said that shit because his wife don't get him here yeah, because he she got yeah, neck problems. He <laughs> so, she won't mess he up said, church for if, I know, if I ain't getting my dicks up, ain't nobody, ain't nobody <laughs> in the congregation. Oh man, man. <laughs> That's crazy. So, uh, I never bitch. heard that one, man. Wow. <laughs> but he's... <laughs> wow. Um, damn it, man. I had some points before you said that shit. I'm sorry, man. I just... Since you been the past, have you called anybody a bitch-ass nigga? Or thought it? No. I mean, nah. a ass nigga. Nah. Cause I did. Whole like, ass nigga. Like, somebody does some shit, and you just be like, this bitch-ass. He don't know where I came from. <laughs> like, he really, he don't, really know. don't know that I will get off of his ass. <laughs> 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 Trick stuff, 
I just did my job because I'm responsible for doing my job and I always treated you right. I always speak. I always say good morning or things like that. You know what I mean? I, that, that makes me happy when people, you know, Give, give, give me a shout out that I work with. That's what's happening. They see you so much, you know? That's what's happening. They know you. Your coworkers know you. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> they, they put a lot on family. Because you sometimes mm -hmm. you spend more time with them than you do your family. Straight Real up. talk. You know mess with work. I'm, go ahead. Uh, all right. I, I had a question just because, you know, uh, sex, I, I know going to church, you know what I mean? A large number of the congregation is fucking. Was fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> Having kids out of red light, you know what I mean, and, and things of that nature, you know what I mean. So, like, I know coming up in church, sex was such a tab tab taboo topic, you know what I mean. It was just it's something you're not supposed to do. You're just supposed to be abstinent, you know what I mean. Like, how does the church have real conversations with people about sex? Yeah. You know what I mean. Even though it's not something that you're supposed to be doing, but people gonna do it. I, and see one of my one of my favorite pastors to R.A. Vernon. Uh, he has a very uh, good view on that. He said, "Let's talk about sex and money. Why don't, why don't church talk about it? You know, you want both. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's healthy to talk about it. I have to make you aware. If, if I'm if I'm your pastor, I have to make you aware the consequences of it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Not just as bad. What happens when you have sex? You know what I mean? When when, when a man takes a woman's virginity and the blood, and now y'all technically under covenant, how God sees you in supposed to be marriage. Now you wonder why you know you broke up with this. You've had all these multiple relationships, and now you you got pieces of these guys in you, and you acting crazy because you got all these pieces of these guys in you. Or the guy the guy might be crazy. So I think the church not talking about it has done more damage than good because you have to any any issue in life. You, you can't just sweep it under the rug. I mean, sex is, is big. It's only gotten bigger and worse throughout the years. Mm -hmm. So why sweep that under the rug? Money, you know what I mean? Why, why sweep that stuff under the rug? Let's talk about it. Let's look at what the Bible says about it. And let's navigate through the scriptures and figure mm -hmm. out what God wants to say, how God wants us to live their life. But if I if I try to just tell you it's bad, I mean, you human. Why is it bad? Mm -hmm. I want to know That's why they say pick your curiosity. Pick your curiosity. Yeah. Instead of telling us, talk about it. Uh, unwanted pregnancies of the girl. Let's talk about STDs. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about all this stuff. The reason why God, uh, hang it out. The reason God said no sex before marriage. Think about this. If we all obey God and said we're not gonna have sex till we married, wouldn't be no broken homes, mm -hmm. no unwanted pregnancies, no STDs, no abortions. If we did it how God said do it. Mm -hmm. That's, That's deep. Yes. That's a whole lot of issues in America, in this country world, that don't have to happen. Mm -hmm. God didn't do it to be mean. He did it to protect you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the view people got. God don't want me to have no fun. No, it's not that I don't want you to have fun. <laughs> I want to protect you from, what's what, going, from, from what can happen to you. Uh -huh. I'm not, I want you. God created sex uh -huh. for husband and wife. He created it. He could have created anything. We could have pollinated from flowers. Uh -huh. Could have been how we reproduce. But he created it as a gift. Yeah, it's a wonderful yeah. thing for a husband and wife. Praise God. <laughs> for sure. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a gift. So if God made this a gift, that's not that's, we're not gonna demonize it. Even though you know, the devil has twisted it, we're not gonna demonize it because God is the creator of it. Quit giving the devil all the credit for something he didn't create. Uh -huh. He just messed it up. Damn. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Piggyback into a whole nother conversation. <laughs> all right. Now we got listeners I gotta pay. from the uh, LGBT community. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> so, like, how, like, what, <laughs> alright, there are lots of churches that condemn the LGBT community. 
but your choir director gay. You know what I mean? Like, but you 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 don't you don't frown upon that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's he's there to do the job, and yeah. he brings people to the pews, so it's not a problem. But how do you get like? What are your thoughts on homosexuality within the church? Hmm. That's, a, that's that's a, you know, that's a hot a hot topic. Um, I gotta do I gotta believe what the Bible says about it. You know, so and I think that's um. I've been a big issue with it. When you see the, 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 the leaders of music and things like that, and we was just having a conversation about that, that's that's a tough place to be in because it's not that, listen, I, I can't speak for everybody, I speak for myself. Uh-huh. The, a person in the LGBT community is not an attack on anybody because I'm a pastor, I'm, I'm preaching to everybody. Uh-huh. So, just like the drunkard, the, the the fornicator, the adulterer, person abusing drugs, the fighter, whatever. You said I'm, drunkard was first, you know. But I'm just saying, I'm just giving <laughs> I'm just giving you. You know what I mean? It's like I got to, I got to. It's my job is to preach what this word says and and and, and, and call out sin. Mm-hmm. So it's not fair if a you don't person, touch on that. Not that I don't touch on that. Like you can't, I can't, you can't sanctify one sin. I can't, I can't make my sin okay. And everybody else's sin has to get delivered from. Them. Uh, that's that's not fair. Uh-huh. That's not even logical. That's not fair. That 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 I, I gotta make everybody. Everybody has to change, but you get to keep yours. Uh-huh. Why come I can't keep mine? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming into the church, if you gonna come into the church, but it's not fair for people and pastors to exploit them neither. Uh-huh. If, if, like you said, you if you people person going to the church and they saying this is my choir director, he's fine. But but I hate all the other ones. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? That's not cool either. It, it, it's not about hate. You shouldn't hate anybody. First of all, no. love of God. That all that you know. I seen signs. Jesus hates fags. That's that's the stupid. That's, that's, that's just yeah. dumb. You know what I mean? That's not Jesus. We we love everybody. And and what I've come to learn is being in church now. You know, 11 years. A lot of times things have happened to people, and this is why they dealing with issues. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, God has just opened me up because before I was fucking homophobic. Me too. You know what I mean? I was I was homophobic before. You know what I mean? Just didn't 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 like you know gay people. I don't know why. I, just, I guess it was like just a, a natural reaction. Just because I didn't understand. Dad, yeah. Mm-hmm. So God has opened my heart. You know to pray. Let, let's talk about it. Let, let's pray. And, uh, and 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 if you want to talk, we go through a scripture. That's fine. But I don't see nowhere in the scripture where God. Um, condones that. that. Yeah. The scripture don't, it don't, nowhere in scripture you can show me. I've seen scriptures twisted, but that's not what they say. See, you know, my whole thing, but again, you said the new covenant is grace, right? Yes. It brings up people under the grace. So, like Corinthians, and I, I will say the whole New Testament, the, the gist of the whole New Testament to me was love. You know what I mean? So no matter if you like your shit pushed in, you know, uh, <laughs> love your shit. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you happen to be homosexual, you know what I mean? It's not my job to condemn you. I will tell you, I can't damn you to hell because you are homosexual. Mm-hmm. My thing is to love you through all of that. You know what I mean? My job is to preach the gospel. And, and let the chips fall where they may. I, I I I preach the standard and the unadulterated word of God, and it goes out. And then it's your choice on how you choose to respond to it. But you can't condemn anybody, man. Uh, I remember when we was talking one time. Uh, they had seven things the Lord hates it's in Proverbs. I can't think of the exact scripture, man. I'll try to think of it. But one of them is a lying tongue, and I, I heard a, a pastor preach on this. One of them was a lying tongue, 
God hate is abomination. Because a lot of people get in the Old Testament, homosexuality is abomination. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, a lot of things is abomination. You can't just go to the homosexuality. Eating shrimp was an abomination. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But you got you got you got you got to do your studies. You know because uh -huh. homosexual people have PhDs. They're not dumb. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. You can't just uh, condemn it. So, but a uh, lying tongue is an abomination. I talked to a group of guys. So I said, so the pastor was saying. So when you see sometimes people be all flamed out. You know what I mean? Extra with it. Yeah. That's what you like to God though when you lying. So why you condemning them? Uh -huh. When you were, when you a liar. So that's why we can't be so uh -huh. judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Quit. It's not about being judgmental. It's about preaching the gospel and giving people the truth of what the word says and let the chips fall what you may. But I can't let you know as as a, as a pastor, you know, any elder leader in the church, spiritual leader. I, you can't let sin just run rampant in the church. Mm -hmm. It's a church. Mm -hmm. You believe that Jesus died for your sins, resurrected, that, that God said, be ye holy, if I'm holy, that we're all striving to be holy, so you can't just let. I gotta so, say, I gotta speak I got, on it. I gotta speak on it, you know what I mean? I have to speak on it. And I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna tell you that you're going to hell because because just, that's not my place. That's not my place, that. I'm not, I'm not yeah, God. I, I have just, no heaven or hell to put you in. Exactly, all uh, I could do is just say, look, this is what it is and this is what the Bible says. And leave it at that. Leave you it take that. it at how you want to. Like how you want it, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's the that's the fairest answer. I just think it's it's sad when people make it such a, you know, a hate thing, you know. And you ever heard Bizzle's song Same Love? Yeah. I think, I think that I think that was because they make it into like a, a civil rights thing. That's uh -huh. not that's not fair to compare, you know, our, our skin. Stand, yeah, our skin to your orientation. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't think that's fair. Uh, as black men, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. What well, we've gone through in America and still gone through. I agree with that because I don't know you gay till you tell me you gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't you, can, you can see I'm black just from off the jump. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I didn't have uh, police whip them on me, pull out pistols. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Just because I was driving in the wrong neighborhood at that time and uh -huh. something happened, no questions asked. Get out the car with the pistols. I'm like, uh -huh. what? What? what you know? What did yeah. I do? You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna happen to you. Mm -hmm. You know? So that's just kind mm -hmm. of my, my my piece on that. I think okay. you did a great job answering that question. Yeah, thank you. Very good job. Uh, you being a pastor, do you come across other like pastors and be like, I don't fuck with I ain't fuck with yeah, yeah, like, I ain't fucking with them. Now, you ain't got to say no names, but like, I'm sure that has to happen. I mean, I'm pretty I, sure it probably has to happen. I mean, I have it all, because like, I'm not, I don't have my own church, you know, so, uh, but if I don't, if I see you doing shady stuff, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to fool with you, mm -hmm. you know, because I, you're gonna be anybody's so who you associate with, they're gonna assume you like that person. Mm -hmm. Birds of a feather flock together. So if I know you're doing shady things, I'm not gonna associate with you. Do you, you know? feel like it's your responsibility to call him out on it though? Because he's do he's representing what you represent, but doing it in the wrong way. So a person could go to this church, this pastor is shady. They say they say fuck all churches. I ain't mm -hmm. fucking with this. I ain't gonna come to your church, even though you doing the right thing. And even though, so is it like kind of y'all responsibility to, to be able to hold him accountable uh, man, for what he's doing, or do you just say like, you know what, I'm through talking to him? I'm I think just... it's I think it's ours. Yes, because I mean the Bible is clear. You catch your brother in sin, you go to him. Mm -hmm. You say something to him. If he, if, if he repents, good, you up him back. If he don't, you bring it before two or three people. You know what I mean? Now I'm going to get a couple people, let's talk about it. And if he still doesn't, then that's what he says, you bring it before the congregation. And uh, even when uh accusation against an elder or a pastor, Paul tells him, don't, you can't bring up an accusation against a pastor unless you got some witnesses. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You don't be just talking about the side of your neck. Bring some witnesses to the forefront if you have a true allegation against somebody. So I think it's our responsibility. That's how we... Uh, Keep the church how it's supposed to be. We gotta hold people accountable. I mean, we say this is 
dealing with your soul and your salvation, we gotta be held. God's gonna hold somebody accountable. You know any single pastors? Oh, no, I do know some single pastors. How hard it would that be? I would never do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is a hard. That's, I think that would be a, a I, hell of a hard situation. But Paul was single. Huh? You know, he wrote two thirds of the New Testament. You know, he's traveling from place to place. You know, I can't say. They ain't had tenders in no. Who? They had tenders. <laughs> they had tenders. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd say I, God, God can do anything. I can't say God can't allow somebody to do that. I would never say that. But I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Me personally, though. No. Why? Because of the temptation? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. is it true? Is it true? I, I know you being a leader of your congregation at, at the church you are. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had somebody throw you some, or attempt Tense. to throw you All some, right. some, yeah. some bush, pussy, sugar bush? <laughs> uh, nah. Nah, but that's and, and, and probably because your wife is also Jennifer. Uh, that, but that, uh, that's yeah. her job. Like, uh -huh. like I said, she texted me. Now I gotta text her back. But that's shout out to her because she's gonna guard my heart. You uh -huh. gotta think the ribs, the rib cage, protecting us. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. God took Adam ribs and made a woman. She gonna guard my heart. Uh -huh. She gonna make sure ain't nothing coming in here that ain't don't look right. Don't thinking about it. Uh -huh. That's my pit bull, my piranha. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Because we men, we stupid. Yeah, <laughs> she ain't flirting. Yeah. She ain't flirting with me. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, she, she just love that word. I seen how she look at you. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? She, she, that little hug might have been too much. You know what I mean? Things like that. Not that insecure or nothing like that, but she's there to protect my heart. And at first, as a man, think you tripping. You know what I'm saying? But I had to learn to sit back like, nah, God, she might help me. She there, God got her to see things that I don't see. Mm -hmm. And I and I gotta respect that. You know what I mean? Don't 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 shut her down with God's using her to help me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Y'all got anything else? I be trying to figure out, like, how do I know it's it's just God and not me, right? So I'll be like everybody always say, like, God is that little whisper that mm -hmm. you know, that or whatever. So I'll ask God a question, but then I'll answer it. I'll answer the question that I'm asking as I'm going through the process of trying to figure out what to do. And as I'm doing that, I'm thinking, and then answers like, "Well, I guess that makes sense to do it like this, then." And but I don't know if that's just me being smart, or if that but is God giving me the answers. It might be God giving you the answer though, because you weren't thinking about that till you asked the question. You know what I mean? And then God gave you the answer. Like, look, this is what it is. Like, God, what don't, if speak I'm just smart, God don't speak to you in stereo no more. If you're smart, you would have never asked the question. True. You know what I mean? So that that that's God just talking to you. Even me. if I ain't talking directly to God, I'm just sitting there just thinking to myself, like, how the fuck am I going to do this? And then it, I just start thinking, okay, do it like this, this, that, and other. And, and I think God is also like that common spirit in, in you as well. Like, say you got an issue uh, where you you don't know how you're going to make it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But some just you just get a common spirit coming that comes over you, you know what I mean? And it gives you the answer, look, look, this is what you need to do step one. You know what I mean? And you act on it. You know what I mean? Oh, man, this is finna sound real fucked up saying it to a pastor. But do you it, it, do you think sometimes people give God too much credit in the sense that everything that, like, a motherfucker don't step on that piece of glass, that one nothing but God right there. You know what I mean? Like, oversaturated to where it's just like, That's dude, come on, man. Like, chill out. I can't, uh... <laughs> God is sovereign. He he knows everything. So 
And just to me, part of you know my testimony, I'll show I fell asleep behind the wheel one night, foot on the brake. You know what I'm saying? And did too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, was there for hours. You know what I mean? Could have. Uh, should have been dead. You know what I mean? Bob really. I'm in the car, the car running everything, you know. Please wake me up here, whatever, and all that stuff. So, of course, I'm going to say, I'm going to shoot that to God because my foot could slip on that break any time. So, God. No, that was God. You know what I'm saying? Straight that up, that's God. But it's been a little small. I think sometimes, like, for example, when I can't find my keys and they be somewhere stupid, and I finally, I didn't, God, help me find these keys. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he'll leave me to him. That'd be somewhere stupid, you know what I mean? That's small, but God cares about every little thing about our life. He cares about every little detail. And to know that the God of the universe and the stars cares that much about me, I, I never make anything really insignificant, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he cares that much. And I think once you realize that, that he cares about me, that he, he wants my best interest at heart, he wants it, <laughs> it, my best, uh, the little things become more important. Mm-hmm. I see him working the little things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the little, uh, the nail that was stuck in my tire, my tire should have went flat. Dang, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. The tire should be flat. That's little. Well, what? what I, 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 I definitely see. All I know. That. I pray to God every time yeah. when my car was cutting off all the time uh-huh. and shit. And, and I'm like, you, you guys, just, you need to be. just let me get yeah. there and please. But like, what about those people that? They, they ask God to direct them in every aspect of their yeah. life. Like, I know somebody, I haven't met them directly, but I, I, I've heard of them, you know what I mean? Mm. That they, they ask God to direct them every, every single step of their day. Like, God, tell me what I need to eat for breakfast today. <laughs> You know what I mean? But God, what clothes should I wear? Now? I can see that I, if the person was like fat and obese and trying to get onto something yeah, yeah. has no, no idea. That ain't, it. that ain't it. It's just, it's like, <coughs> God, like God, I don't think God wants, he, I don't think God wants that much control over your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, bacon. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry. That was right. Yeah, my bad. Like, but, you, 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 God, you know you people say, like that? Uh, like, cause that's. I mean, I don't ask God what to what to wear today. I mean, I, I don't get him ask God every day what to wear or what I should eat for breakfast. I don't. Uh, he he's giving me the ability to choose mm-hmm. certain things in life. So you you're know? supposed to choose. Yeah, I mean, now ain't nothing wrong. I ain't saying nothing's wrong with that. If that's what you want to do, I ain't gonna say it's wrong. But I I, I just think I, I couldn't mean, be with nobody like that. I feel something's wrong with it. No, I'll tell you why. Because. Certain sometimes God just wants you to do it. You know what I mean. So sometimes God might not want you just to be waiting on Him for everything. So you hold on, I'm finna tell you what I think about that. Is if you feel like you need to ask God about every single detail about your life, what you're showing is a high level of insecurity. Exactly. And what's gonna happen is the devil's gonna see that because mm-hmm. he could talk to your ass too. Mm-hmm. And if you have that high level of insecurity, that means that your faith is probably a little bit low. And, and he can come in and be like, eat that. You saying that from the aspect of like what clothes I should wear and what, I mean, that, but that, that's a every bit, that's little a bit much. I mean, but I mean, I, I, I asked God to guide my dad, you know what I mean? My actions and my thoughts, my thoughts. I, I asked, I asked him that every day to guide those things. But I don't ask him what to wear, but I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one, man. I, I would have to meet. I probably have to talk to the person and mm-hmm. see where they at, because it could be it could be something wrong with somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That 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 thinks like that it could be, but I probably would have to know the person mm-hmm. to, to to probably make a fair assessment. 
here's a question. How do you know when this, like, I know the simple simplicity of it and I've been through it before, but how do you know when it, if it's God or the devil? And let's say it's a situation to where you have this job offering mm -hmm. and you like, and you praying on it, like, what should I do? But this, the opportunity of this job just seems so much greater than where you at mm -hmm. right now. You gonna know if it, cause it ain't gonna feel right. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's just sometimes it ain't about feeling right. Sometimes it's just about nervous of change. You just you used to like this job well, is secure already. This job just makes more money though. Yeah. So it's like I did well, that. Should I move over there or should I not? I was in a job for eleven years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I wasn't making no money. I wasn't making no progress. You know what I mean? It was just a dead end job. You know what I mean? And it was another job, uh, like I was talking to one of my homies and he put me in a position <coughs> to where I could go to this other company. Mm -hmm. Now when I went to this company, I was getting paid more, but it was a temp job. So I didn't know if I was gonna be able to keep this job for longer than a year or six months at, at that, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I knew I was making more money. Mm -hmm. So I had to step out on faith, you know what I mean? So that's what I did, I took the other position. I've been there two years now. And I got a, a interview tomorrow for a promotion potentially. That's you know what I'm saying? That's so, so uh, is that what it is? You just kind of just throw it out there, and then you got to walk out on faith, man. God said, "Let every man that what God has for you is for you." Yeah, let every man that lacks wisdom let him ask. So I think if you if you really praying and seeking God, he, he's going to lead you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean? if you really seeking him, it ain't Lord, what should I do one time, and then don't ever talk to him about it again. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You got to seek him. Seek him, ask, you should receive. Seek, you should find. Knocking the door should be open unto you. Uh, so if I do these things, you know, he's going to speak to me if, I, if I'm provoking that to him, you know. And so if you're not, though, I mean, you leave yourself. I know people that moved out of town, ain't talked to God about it, went to chase jobs or whatever, and then they come right back. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, like, did you even include God in any of them plans? That's a big decision, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, to, to move and do those things. You want to know what scares me? And it's this... And in this one of the stories that people go to for uh, like faith stories about keeping the faith and staying strong. But for me, it's one of the most scary stories is the story of Job. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I know God could have, he could literally allow all this fucked up shit to happen to where literally everything I love and everything could be taken from, taken from me purposely. Just to, I don't teach a lesson or yeah. that shit's scary to me. Like, if I'm if I'm being if I'm being good, and I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to by God's rules or whatever. I feel like I should be more rewarded or whatever than than to be Whoa. tested like yeah, that. tested like that. Like, man, that's a scary feeling to me. You I know what I mean? I understand, I understand what you're saying. Um, that we got but he ain't that type of God no more because that back well, I say, well, nah, I mean, he test your ass. I'm saying because he gonna test, test, test you, but but that was a vengeful God in the Old Testament. But that, that wasn't about vengeance. That wasn't about vengeance. It was just to see how faithful he was. Well, yeah. Well, this is this is a view of it because Job was it, it was a, it was a, it, was a, it was a horrible things that happened to Job. <laughs> no doubt about it. But I mean, me myself, you know, after I went through a Job experience, my second child passed away. Mm -hmm. Oh um, man, sorry to hear that. Seven, seven months, sad. seven months. So, and I just got—I had been saved like two years. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'm in—I I'm in this thing, God. I, I love you. The casket. I love you, God. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to live for you. I'm married. I'm not fornicating. Do all these things. My daughter dies. So, could have either sent me back. Like, 
forget this. <laughs> what, what is the point? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, the story of Job, Satan's coming around, and Satan's, I'm going back and forth to fro the earth, you know what I mean? He said, how do you consider my servant Job? So, what if you ain't doing nothing wrong, but your name comes up? Mm -hmm. So what if God is saying, you, you, you think you're doing something, I got somebody. Mm -hmm. That, this is my boy, this is my dude right here. Mm -hmm. And why you think you're doing something, you can't get him. Not that God is, I don't think that's like, <laughs> I don't look at Vince or nothing like that. It's God bragging on Job. Yeah. They're saying this guy is this, this guy's the truth right here. This guy's gonna remain faithful. And so I took my spirit as a Job experience when, when my daughter died. I'm like, dang, power of three, five, and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. I mean, that was probably the hardest, and no problem. That was that was that whole thing was crazy. I, I can, you know, we, you know, I yeah. can replay the whole thing in my mind, you know what I mean? Sitting you holding your baby, your baby, their lifeless. So, in the sense of that, God provided me strength to not only preach her funeral, my whole family, my daughter was maybe four then, that's the four or five. She did scripture, my wife and everybody sung. And then as I was preparing the message, God showed me like, it's some people here that ain't gonna never go to church again, George. This is your chance to get them the gospel. To help we get them into the kingdom. Cause our funeral was fat. There's probably like 300 some people there at least. Our funeral yeah. was fat. Super fat. This is a baby. Our funeral was fat. Damn. So it's like God allowed me to preach the gospel to these people. He told me that. Cause they might not never step foot in church. Mm -hmm. So it's like, dang, my baby was sacrificed, seems, to get these people to come to God. But in the midst, I didn't charge God wrong. I said, like Job, even though you slay me, yet I will trust you. And then lo and behold, my wife gets pregnant a month later. Like, to have her, we, we got married in October, we was trying to baby off the back. She didn't get pregnant until February. And she had her that next, um, she had her in September, had her early. So then to have my wife get pregnant a month later after that, that's why we named the next daughter Miracle. And when I say they look alike, so they even got the same birthmark. You know what I mean? Damn. God is faithful, you know what I mean? But it, I could have went a totally different way. Maybe my name came up. Mm -hmm. George just got saved. The devil thought he could take me back. God, I'm not. You can't have him. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna show you you can't have him. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And he allowed <sighs> some stuff happen that seems jacked up, but it made me a better Christian, made me increase my faith in God, a better husband, a better father, to, to know that, you know, life ain't promised to love my kids even harder than I, than I did before. Mm. All these things, all this fruit come from this one, one incident yeah. that seemed horrible. Like, why would God allow that to happen? But it, it produced so much fruit. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I don't think it was a vengeful thing. It's God was bragging on Job, saying, hey, this is my dude right here. He's the coldest brother on the earth. So then the second time, even when he came to him, he said, uh, do what you can, but you can't have his life. Yeah, you can't so, kill him. So you notice, everything got taken away from him. But his but life. But his wife. Mm -hmm. He didn't kill his wife. Because his wife was his life. Mm -hmm. The two should become one. So in the midst of all that craziness, but his wife tried to get him to denounce but, Jesus but look, too, But look, right? look, they said yeah. you talk like a foolish woman. She said, curse God and die. So, but but look at this. You got to read the Bible. You got to look at the whole thing. You don't know how this woman is grieving. She lost nine kids. She lost everything she owned. She's in a bad place right now. Mm -hmm. So you can't make Miss Joe, who know her name, a bad woman for one bad thing she said because we don't know how she's feeling. Mm -hmm. She just lost nine kids. She got, a, see, I can't remember off the top of my head, but everybody did by her husband. The house tore down, animals gone, fortune's gone. She's in a bad place probably mentally. 
Mm-hmm. So that's when you have to look at the, off. you know what I mean. Look at the Bible. You got you got to look at everything that's going on. You know what I mean. Read it, ask questions, and all those things. You know, help you just get a better understanding. I think what people fuck up is when they read the Bible, they don't understand. They don't. It's hard for them to relate it to like right now because they reading it as a story as everything is happening back to back to back to back to back to back like mm-hmm. this like that instead of looking at the slow progression of like like motherfuckers we know 30 some odd years who we've seen be this person and then life just slowly starts deteriorating mm-hmm. over a process of 20 years or so mm-hmm. but if you was to write it down as in a story it seems like it's happening like mm-hmm like this and so it's hard for people to connect to it emotionally Mm -hmm. as a part of their life when they read it you know what i mean mm -hmm. so like me i read the entire bible one time before when i was in fifth grade didn't understand shit Mm -hmm. i didn't understand a damn thing Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. but it was i was doing it was a hard time in my life and i always just heard that you should read the bible yeah so i did it and it took over a year for me to read it mm-hmm. in fifth grade didn't get it didn't understand it as i read certain things when i got older certain things came back to me one of my favorites from the bible is uh matthew 6. that's one of my most mm-hmm. what i go to when i'm feeling fucked up mm-hmm. you know and, and feeling like shit ain't going my way whether it's money issues whether it's my old lady whether it's my job whatever matthew 6 is yeah. What I go to. Cold blooded. Jesus, why is it? Red letters, man. Red letters, man. Yeah. Matthew uh, 6 is one of my favorite passages. I mean, from money. Why the letters red? Because it's what Jesus God said. Are you gay? Yeah. Oh. Just Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything in red is, is, is Jesus talking. So, you know, so you can separate what he's saying from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm. That needs to help make a whole Bible just red letters. Nah, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get all that. <laughs> but. But yeah, I think that's why it's important for preachers, teachers, elders, pastors to communicate God's word truthfully and, clear, and clearly. So for people that, so what makes them want to read, and then if you break it down to them and, and explain it, they more apt, I think, more apt to read. That's hard though, because when you listening to a pastor, all you really getting from them is their interpretation of exactly. what they read. That's what it. That's what it feels like. Because uh-huh. when I read it, I get some. I get something different. completely different. Sometimes, you yeah. know what I mean. Well, it should be line up on line and precept on precept. You should be able to see. I mean, to me, good preacher, you should be able to see the scripture that they use and see how they thought process intertwines with that scripture. Because our job is to build a bridge. You know what I'm saying? A bridge should be built. Because I can't put stuff written centuries and centuries ago and make it fit the 21st century totally. I have to build that bridge to where, you know, you can relate um, to it. So I just think that's what good preaching is. And if a pastor's preachers are going to be effective, you have to, you know, build that bridge and make sure that the people understand it. It shouldn't be, you shouldn't have two way off interpretation of the scripture that's a problem I agree if you got you, you got both way off you know what I mean I think that's a problem something, something's not but that's what Bible study both, is for though, you right you think I would both be way off if y'all got two different interpretations I think if both are way off something should be wrong you know what I mean I, if you know the scriptures is I mean they saying what they say 
and then you come up with something totally different. It's but, just like, but that comes uh, uh, context is also key because yes, some people context. might just get yeah. this one scripture and they build everything off of this one scripture as the, opposed to everything yeah. surrounding that. Man, yeah. Romans ten and nine is a big one for me. Uh, uh, call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Confess, confess what they about believing in heart. The Lord Jesus died on cross for your sins. That shall be saved. That's like the church. Churches uh-huh. live with that scripture, uh-huh. and I, I'm thinking, cool. I say that I got to pass to heaven. Cause that's, that's how it seems. But nobody reads verse ten, where he says that with your heart you believe unto righteousness. With your mouth you confess salvation, but with your heart you believe unto righteousness. So now that I've made this proclamation that Jesus died on the cross, my heart is going to change. Uh-huh. But to me, that, that was never explained growing up. It was just like you say, Romans ten and nine. You say yeah. that's it. And I think that's that 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 produces base bottom Christians that don't want to read their Bible. Cause like, I got a pass to go to hell. I mean, cool. I said that I'm going to heaven now. I'm good. God knows my heart. God, that's oh, that's like one of the worst things you can say. Yeah. <laughs> God do know your heart. The Bible says the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it for the Lord? Deceit. You know what deceitful means? Yeah. See, see, see. see if I'm lying, I'm lying. You know I'm lying. Uh, the sky's red. You know I'm lying. But deceitful. Makes it think that truth I'm, I'm true with, with lies, yeah, and it make it sound good. Uh-huh. That's our hearts. So to say God knows my heart, that's one I think one of the worst things to say because He do. Uh-huh. You don't want Him in that heart. Shit. <laughs> you don't want Him in that heart. Yeah, man. yeah. That's Damn. Real. You cannot right. just get finished taking the shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hey, love my heart. Huh? What to say? Oh yeah, man. Look. Oh. Right on for meeting us on our level, man. Like we 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 might seem ignorant to some people, you know what I mean? But I think we spoke a lot of truth to power here in this episode. And I appreciate you just for coming in here, fucking with the seculars and and messing with us on 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 our level. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have to come to you. You know what I mean? You came to us. Yes. And. we was able to be us, and you would still be able to be you. You know what I mean? I appreciate that, man. Like, I know there's a lot of people gonna be confused, you know what I mean? Like, damn, they out here cussing and stuff in front of the pastor. But the thing about it is, we, I've known, George has known all of us before he was a pastor. You know what I mean? So I guess, I guess that makes sense. Uh, Maybe it makes it a little bit different. But, yeah. I, pre- I appreciate that man for inviting Thomas me, man. Is the man, yo. I appreciate that man, and I mean we need this healthy conversation. Uh, I think sometimes people get some people want, not saying y'all, but some people want step foot in the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they they want. So I think the conversation sometimes need to be held. And like I said, you was talking about Jesus. Jesus went to where sins are. I mean, who am I to to, to hold up the flag of righteousness and say this is who I am now? Burn, burn, burn. Nah, I have a past. And God saved me from that past and delivered me. And I just want people to, sh- to share to share the, the truth that Jesus is still changing lives 2,000 years later. Mm-hmm. His death, burial, and resurrection is still changing lives. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to go to yeah. church here in a minute. Yeah, so. when the next time I'm going to go to man, church. So. Yeah. June 25th, man. June 25th? June 25th. I'm preaching the Sunday morning service. Okay. Yeah. Alright, on my, on my calendar. Hell, man, uh, it's this has been a pretty yeah. good. I think it's pretty dope. Yeah. I appreciate. Tell them where to find you, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm at the Faith Church. We at a 3919 Lafayette Road. Uh, by the end of Shoppers World, we at the Faith Church. I am a associate pastor there. 
So um, you ever look for a church home or want to visit? We our service starts at noon on Sundays in the Lafayette Square Mall. Um, come check us out. Love to have you there. Uh, loving church, non-denominational, uh, just Jesus, and we just love God's people. Praise God. All yeah. right. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. We are the drug and nights. You bitch, you. <laughs> I had to do it. I'm sorry. I gotta be me. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be out here lying. As Pastor Thomas has said, the uh, lion looks like a flamboyant <laughs> <laughs> homosexual. In the eyes of God. In yes. the eyes of God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be lying. <laughs> Being a flat boy homosexual <laughs> seems exhausting. <laughs> we got a drunk and nice, protect us the truth. Y'all fucking with us, keep on fucking with us. If you ain't, fuck, fuck you! Up.